0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to Sports Malone <Maluba> Radio. <laughs> That's right.
1: Are you ready for this? And you'll listen to down just like this. Ah.
2: Who's ready for? Lisa Nucci, I and EJ, the Rainmaker. Rainmaker. We are now live in 3,
1: 2, 1. All right, well, welcome to another edition of Sports Palooza Radio. I am EJ, that Rainmaker guy. Rainmaker. And I'm hanging out with the lovely Lisa, of course, Nooch. What's happening over here, little Nooch?
0: Not much. Just busy, busy, busy. Yeah.
1: We've been working crazy all of a sudden. It's good, though. We're busy. Busy's good. I mean, at least you're doing something. You're you're more busy than most people, though. (laughs) right? I don't
0: know about that, but I'm pretty busy. Um, I have a hectic week this week, but it's one of my favorite times a year, and it's not even Christmas. Uh, I get to go. I love going to film festivals. So this week, I head up to one of my favorite film festivals, which is the Woodstock Film Festival. And the only reason why I'm bringing it up today is because I'm actually going tomorrow to see a documentary called Wrestle. And it follows the wrestling team at J.O. Johnson High School in Huntsville, Alabama. And the hurdles that they had to overcome to become champions. And I'm excited to see it. It's the first film of the festival that I'm getting to watch. So if you're interested in checking out the film and you can't get to the festival, obviously, this week, you can check out WrestleFilm.com or if you want to get to the woodstock film festival whether it's this year or any other time you you they have a variety of films to see that are not all sports related but sometimes you catch a really good one and that is woodstockfilmfestival.org so that's where i'm heading up to for the next four days yeah and i'm excited to kick it off with this documentary wrestle
1: right that's fun you look forward to this how many how many of these you've been to now
0: Six, Six, seven yeah. it's pretty years great, in a row. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I it's not like the you know Tribeca Film Festival or the Sundance Film Festival. It's yeah. not huge, but that's why I like it because you have access to the directors and the actors, and they show up and they do Q and As after the film's over, and you know it's 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 big enough where it's drawing names like Alec Baldwin was there last year, but it's not so big that it's it's like you don't feel a part of yeah. anything
1: plus getting up there this time of year is okay too. Cause the view yeah. is fantastic with the leaves changing this time of year and all that. Yeah. So. The
0: Hudson Valley with the leaves at this time of year, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. gorgeous. Yeah. So I'm not going to mind that ride too much no. and I'm excited about it. So check out, like I said, check out the film. If you can't get there, there is, they do have a website. I don't know if you can watch the film or you have to ask for it or buy it or what, but that is the website where you can check out the story. It's
1: pretty great. It's pretty great. But, uh, Yeah, before we get to all that stuff now, we have a nice little interview to do today and we have Garen Angel coming on our show of course he is the CEO of Magical Butter and uh, you know it's amazing that we talk about the use of marijuana medically recreationally and how laws are changing in the United States uh, you even in fact mentioned on this air on this in this interview I'm sorry yeah. about having your medical marijuana card be being I do. a cancer I haven't patient. broken
0: it in yet but... No <laughs> <laughs> but I do I did get one when I was going through cancer treatment yeah. because I've been told that The use of, you know, when you go through chemo, it can be painful for your joints and your muscles and things like that. And it really does damage on your body, which I can understand why athletes want to use it. Because when I told my doctor how much ibuprofen and stuff I take, she's like, you're going to kill your liver. And it was that one line, yeah, that made me think that there had to be a better way for me to save my body and get out of pain without damaging my liver and, and anything else. So... So I started looking into it and just got the card, and, and I'm not at that point yet. I've tried anything, but, you know, other than a cookie. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Right? I, I just want to see what it's like. And at the end of the interview when we come back and we have we talk about a contest, we're actually going to be giving a couple yeah. of Magical Butters away. But you have to listen to the interview in order to get to yeah. where you need to be about the contest rules. Yeah. So listen to the interview yeah. and then we'll tell you.
1: Yeah. And uh, of course, recently the Big Three became the first United States professional sports league to permit their players to use CBD, which is the cannabis oil. And uh, of course, it's for pain management and recovery from injuries and all that kind of stuff. And uh, that went over really well with them. Um, and yeah, of I mean, course,
0: they're older guys. Yeah. They were, you know. Yeah, in their they, 30s, 40s, yeah. 50s. Yeah. And I still consider them young, but when you're an yeah. athlete, that's a wear and tear on your body. Yeah. And they wanted to be able to play without being in pain. And, and I ha- I know somebody who actually uses cannabis oil on their neck, and it- they're not ingesting it. They rub. They actually have something that they rub on their neck, and it-, it goes through their skin, and it takes the pain away from their neck.
1: It's amazing where we've come. Yeah. It's amazing where we've come, especially with, with stuff like this. But, uh, yeah, sorry. Let's get the interview with Garen up. Uh, we're going to bring him in here, sit down with him for about 15-20 uh, minutes or so, and uh, Lisa and I will be right back, so enjoy the interview. That's right, and now we turn to the interview portion of our show today, and today we welcome Garen Angel to the show. Garen is the CEO of Magical Butter, and oh my god, he's a big big proponent of the Big 3 basketball tournament, which you just saw happen, and that went over pretty well, my friend. Garen, thank you so much for hanging out with us today, man, thank you, how are you, man?
2: I'm tremendous. It's really great to be on on the show and connect with you. Let's share some good energy with the listeners.
1: Yeah, man.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: Love
1: it. Love it.
0: And I have to ask you, um, were you born with the name Angel, or right? did you wow. just tack that on? Because that's a cool name.
2: <laughs> I'm very fortunate in life to be born with the name Angel, and it is an opener. It's really... Find something in life that gives you an advantage and use it. And Angel's been a great one. I, I really try to live up to it be a good human being. Yeah. But whatever it is that makes someone smile in life, I think you embrace. And Angel's one of them that, that just people, it's comforting to
0: no doubt. It is and it, that's this is the first time in my whole interviewing life that I could actually say I'm interviewing somebody who was born an angel. That's awesome. Look at you. Uh. <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about why we have you on the show today because we're we brought you on because you are um, somebody who's in the cannabis industry, and we're going to talk in a little while about the connection to cannabis and sports and what's being used, what's allowed, what's being used for treatment, et cetera, and that's where the big three comes in. Yeah. Um, but tell us a little bit about your company and kind of how it got started. Yeah, um, right. So the
2: company was started for a friend of mine who had Crohn's disease. He was looking for a way to use cannabis and ingest it. Smoking was no longer an option for him because right. of his asthma, Right. and he had tried a few times and it was unsuccessful. I'm a geek in life, so I said, well, let me see if I can automate the process for you, and hence Magical Butter was born. Yeah.
0: And what does Magical Butter do?
2: So at this point, Magical Butter's grown, and we have a suite of appliances that take your raw flour, and the first thing we do is we use something called a decarbox to decarboxylate it, and then after that, you take your flour and you put it into our machine with a solvent, of butter, and oil, or an alcohol, you push two buttons on the machine, and now it's going to extract those beneficial molecules, the cannabinoids, into your your base ingredient, your butter, your oil, your alcohol, and then you just use those to create soup, sauces, salad dressings, cookies, brownies, cakes whatever it is you want to incorporate but i believe cannabis is a dietary essential and we make it easy for you to have tools to incorporate these
1: dietary essentials into your life. Yeah, man. You know, obviously, we all know that THC is still banned in most sports, and of course, uh, it's, it's all coming along. I mean, obviously, the world is learning and catching on to the fact that medical marijuana is one of the better things in life for anyone out there. And man, you know, how you know, talk about the separation process for the THC? Because a lot of people wonder, well, if it's medical marijuana, how is there not THC in it? How, how is marijuana not a THC drug? Like most people don't think you can actually separate one from the other.
2: Yeah, well, let's, go. let's first break it down for the listeners, I think. There's two main molecules that are discussed in terms of cannabis. One of them is THC. The other one is a molecule called CBD. And this, what, what concerns people about THC is it has a psychotropic effect. It gets people high. And CBD is a, a molecule that doesn't have a psychotropic effect but it also has beneficial responses. What happens is it upregulates the and and serotonin, some other good good, uh, compounds in our body, and it it gets our body feeling good. It's also called the runner's high. So if you've ever been running or working out, you know how that first 10 minutes, it doesn't matter how good of shape you're in, the first 10 minutes of a workout, your body doesn't want to go. And that's because your body hasn't started to create that anandamide yet to say, hey, look, I need some extra juice in my blood. And, and so by incorporating these molecules into your diet, you wind up having those, those that extra anandamide, which helps the body fight off inflammation. It increases serotonin levels. So when you're doing things like this, you're more likely to work out. That's why athletes Love
1: CBD. Yeah, and now you're putting this machine out there. Uh, I mean, man, the magical butter machine. And I, a lot of people are wondering how that works. I mean, it looks like a mini crock pot from what everybody's talking about it. And, I mean, tell people about the little machine that you're putting out there.
2: Yeah, the key to edibles is consistency. The key to anything life is consistency, <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. Repetition is the mother of all skills. So <laughs> so if you're a basketball player, you have to shoot at, sit at the free throw line and, and, and shoot until you... You can shoot 93%. That's your job, right? right? You have to master that. Well, when you're cooking with cannabinoids, you want to master it quickly. The way you do that is you have as few variables as possible. The magical butter machine makes it so all you have is one variable, your plant matter. Everything else is easy to measure. Oil is easy to measure. Butter is easy to measure. Alcohol is easy to measure. And now... Cannabis is tested in in many states, and the consumer knows exactly what they have. And even if they don't, if they're in a state where there is no testing available to them, or they're using a home crop, it's gotten to the point now where people are getting a fairly consistent crop time and time again. So now your edibles are consistent at home, and it's a low-cost way for you to infuse your life.
0: Let's talk about it from the athlete's perspective, though, because if an athlete makes a cookie or a salad dressing with this product or, um, you know, aren't they still going to get into trouble? I mean, that's probably what our readers, our listeners want to know. I mean, is it still? Yeah. How do they get to the point where it's like, hey, I made a salad with this magical butter, but I can still play because I'm not high on pot.
2: This is a beautiful thing that's happening now in the country. Is this education? So hemp is is, C, is predominantly CBD, and hemp is now being grown around the country, and you can you can use hemp the same way you use cannabis. And actually, hemp is something called Cannabis sativa L. But to simplify it and avoid confusion, typically we re- we refer to hemp as. Any, any cannabis strain that has less than 0.3% THC. And with that, the athletes should be able to play and not test high and, and, and go about their business and have the benefits of the anti-inflammatory. Also at this point, we're able to buy distillates and tinctures. All of these products are available uh, basically around the country at this point everyone can enjoy the benefits of cannabinoids and if you want to avoid THC at this point it really is optional
1: yeah, I'm with
0: you, but ma'am. but the athletes though i yeah. mean you know if we're talking about like the big 3 or we're talking about an Olympian or we're talking about a football player they can use this stuff but they're not going to get busted for like
2: yeah. for yeah so let's let's actually go into this. Let's take a deeper dive. So the World Health Organization just released a report about um, cannabidiol and the fact that they see it as a as a fairly benign substance, safe, it, 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 and the the World Health Organization stands on it moving forward. This is acceptable. Um, if you look at what a lot of the anti-doping agencies are doing on CBD, they're now removing it from something that, um, is a banned substance. So, for example, WADA, the World anti-doping agency in 2018, removed CBD as a ban, as a prohibitive substance. So now athletes can use it without any fear of consequence in their competition. That does not mean they can use THC and get high. It does mean they can use CBD and get by. That's
0: amazing. Yeah, so this is a difference between when, like, Michael mm. Phelps looking back into history, right. you got when Michael Phelps got busted for smoking a bomb at a party <laughs> and lost millions of dollars in sponsorship. That's a little different than what we're talking about, and you know, not losing millions of dollars in sponsorship and still being able to use the the product as a, as a benefit for you physically. Yeah, the, can have always have? We have
2: an endocannabinoid system in our body. So just like you have an immune system and a respiratory system, we have an endocannabinoid system. And there's some science that indicates that putting cannabinoids in your body is good for your overall well-being. Now, we can, people can live without THC. But to me, I feel that every human being on this planet should have CBD in their body. It's, it's a wonderful molecule, and it has tremendous benefits for overall well-being. Activate your endocannabinoid system, and you're likely to live longer, in my opinion. Yeah. See?
1: That's what I'm talking. So this Big 3 stuff, man, obviously the first pro league to accept this uh, cannabinoid like you're talking about for pain management and the injuries and all that. Now, man, the the beginning of this league, I mean, how how does this all become about? Because obviously everyone's wondering, all right, now who is this guy, Garrett Angel, (laughs) and how is this Big 3 coming together? And why are they all putting out this whole, we're in this uh, medical marijuana stuff together? Like, I I think it's a great idea, man. Obviously it went over pretty well. I mean, talk about how that even got started.
2: movement has always been about community and and helping people help themselves. That's why I think you're seeing athletes and celebrities, physicians, scientists, and advocates join forces with politicians to help change the narrative of what's acceptable for pain management and recovery. And when you think about being an athlete... Those are the two key components that you're worked on. Uh, How do I manage my pain without opiates? And how do I expedite my body's recovery without using banned substances? And the beautiful part of CBD is it hits that nail on the head for two categories. That's why you're seeing the big three move in this direction. And the World Anti-Doping Agency... Move in this direction. The World Health Organization coming out as a proponent of CBD. This is it. It has to happen because the amount of community pushing this ball down the hill.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. I saw you on your Twitter feed doing LA and Fresno this past week, man. I saw some of your CanaTech workshop videos, man. I, why can't we get a nice infused lunch over here, man? <laughs> Pretty great stuff. Now, obviously, you just go out there and promote the heck out of this stuff. What, what were you doing in LA and Fresno this past week? Are you doing the workshop still? What's going on out there?
2: So I was in Fresno. Uh, I was at the largest organic. I was with the largest organic farmer in the United States. A friend of mine, and we're talking about doing some business together. Nice. And after that, I went to Kelly Slater Surf Ranch. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to see that place. I know it's closed to the public. Thank you, Kelly Slater. I loved, I loved it. Thank nice. you, thank you, thank you. Ooh, shout out. The VIP treatment was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I got it because he opened up a private ranch for me. and oh, I got I to see something incredibly cool. Very cool. Um. So Kelly Slater Surf Ranch. After that, and then we had more meetings back in LA. Um, you know, L.A. Is, is really a hot spot for the cannabis industry in the United States and with California's new uh, approval of medical cannabis for adult use, it's, it's really a, a place you have to be at if you're in this industry at least once a month. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate Hey. because... I know, like it. I like it. <laughs> We, we've talked – and I'm going to just take a minute because I think I'm going to come forward with something now. You know. And you um, so I am a breast cancer patient, and this is the first time I'm admitting this publicly, that I was just recently given a mar- medical marijuana card. Um, I haven't used it yet, which EJ can attest to. Um, and I'm a, I was always prior to this – very on the negative side very very on the negative side of using pot and the only reason or cannabis or any of that stuff only because um you know of how i was raised and and all that other stuff um but now i've been told that the motrin i take is like lousy for my stomach it's gonna blow out my stomach
2: um
0: At the same time, I mean, do you hear people like, you know, now that we're talking about athletes and things like that, people like myself who are slow to come around to this still being like, but wait, it's still we all grew up with. It's a drug. It's this. It's that. Are what are the obstacles you're still running up against? I mean, it's, you, you, you're, you're, you speak well about all the benefits of it, but there are people out there who don't want athletes using this and who don't want you know their kids using this or anybody using right. any of this stuff. How do you overcome this?
2: Well, it's a very simple process for me in life. For people who want to have an educated conversation about it, I'm always willing to listen to their objections and give them counterpoints. Nice. For people who are closed-minded and care what happens within the four walls of my house, I, I, I don't have time for that type of dialect because I don't give a shit what they do inside their four walls.
1: Nice.
2: So you know, I, I, I think for me, that's always been my approach is to be candid, authentic, and real. Listen to other people's opinions and then validate the research and the science on my own and point people in a direction where I'm not giving them information. I'm giving them resources where they can in turn go and learn on their own if they so desire. But I have no no agenda to combat somebody who has a negative connotation on, the, on, on cannabis if if they're close-minded to counterpoint.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to argue, well, so what's the benefit... And, and what's the hazard? Because everything has a benefit, and then everything has the backlash that comes from it. So, so is it beneficial, or is it something that everyone's just gonna, gonna just keep bashing? Man, I think that's that's the big struggle here. Because, like, you no, know, not not like Lisa bashes it, but at the same token, she's kind of just
0: hey, not- I'm gonna admit nope. I finally tried a cookie. <laughs> I did, I did. I'm going to admit that because going through cancer treatment, I was in pain and I was uncomfortable and I couldn't sleep. Yep. And my doctor's the one who suggested it. And I finally nibbled on a cookie. I prefer it edibly because I don't like the smoke stuff. So that's why your magical butter kind of appealed to me because it, you could make stuff out of it versus yeah. seeing people with bongs and eating, Yeah, I'm not eating, smoking and stuff. It just, so I'm slowly coming around to the benefits, but yeah, I mean, you know, how do you balance that? How do you, you know, you can answer EJ's question from this point, but I, I've come coming around. I'm sure a lot of people are too. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'll tell you, and, Case in point, okay. My my mother in law, close to home, was um was very disappointed when I told her that I was I, I was I was I had a very prestigious career as a money manager prior to Magical Butter, and I was a I was an incredibly accomplished businessman in that world. And um, when I said, "Hey, I'm I'm done with that. I'm switching gears I'm starting this company called Magical Butter," and we <laughs> had to teach people how to make cannabis butters at home. she cried, right? She's like, I didn't know I had anybody in my family that had any drug issues. And it wasn't that I had any drug issues. It was that I wanted to help empower people. But it took a little while. And ultimately, like, my mother-in-law, she's like my mother, my best friend, my sister, whatever you want to call her. Like, we're family. Like, I, we, we have tremendous respect and love for each other so there was never any rift she was just airing her and realistically as soon as she started to read about the benefits of oh my goodness thank you garen you helped me and 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 then she started to meet some moms and some grandmas and children that we've we've helped affect change in their life and their family it wasn't long before you know she embraced the vision that i had and understood where I was going with yeah, my dream.
1: I get it. And, uh, you know, Karen, you talk about taking the THC out of the, out of the pot like that, and a lot of people are going to wonder, well, what, what's left that's actually helping me? Because a lot of people just associate pot, THC, you get high, and that's all there is to it. There's so much more going on here, and, and I think that's what people are trying to figure out. Like, all right, if you're taking the THC out of this, what, what is the content that's doing something beneficial for me? So explain to people what is still left.
2: Yeah, that's a beautiful question. And so let's go to the components, right? You have terpenes and flavonoids, you have cannabinoids, and you have essential fatty acids. And these, these compounds in this magical plant really work well in the body. And THC is one component of cannabis. But let's not ignore all the other benefits. Thanks. Terpenes, they're great for us flavonoids cannabinoids you know CBD essential fatty acids these are great things and, and if we if you look at your cells your cells have a cellular lining and the better fat that you consume the better the lining of fat is or the healthier the lining of fat is around the cell so just getting the right fat into your body will help you live longer you'll, you'll have a more regenerative body and that's your body's always in a regenerative or a degenerative state and in my mind everything that you can do to, to bring your body up to a regenerative state that's your obligation to do because nobody's in charge of your health care but you and unfortunately in this world today most people have turned their health care over to those physicians.
1: No, no doubt
0: yeah good point yeah okay so you have the the big three who's come around to this Um, what about the NFL? What about hockey? Because of how physical that is. I mean, even things like the WWE has, like, suspended. Soccer. Right. I mean, and and those athletes are, you know, very physical and and go through a lot of pain. What do you think it's going to take for the other sports industries to come around to what the big three did? So, as...
1: Terrible as this is for me to say. I'm just a factual person. That's cool, man. The
2: the enforcement of cannabis in professional sports is very much like it is in law enforcement. It's selective enforcement. I I hang out with so many professional athletes around this world, and I can't tell you how many of them enjoy cannabis, but let's just say it's the majority. And look, they're not on opioids. They're not... They're not taking harmful narcotics for their body. These are world-class athletes that have access to everything. And you're foolish if you think that you're going to stop people from... stop world-class athletes from doing what's best for their body. And every, every sports league in the world understands that. The people who get in trouble for cannabis, typically are the problem makers. And it's not, I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, look, Ricky Williams was never a problem maker. He was just a great guy. He was. His problem is, and he's a a friend of mine, right? So I'm not saying, but he didn't hide the fact that he enjoyed cannabis. So anytime an opposing team or anybody wanted to screw with their roster, they had an easy enough way to do so. But, the discreet consumers of cannabis in the NFL, the NBA, NHL, it's, like, it's most of them, and, it's, and they would never do a, a complete testing of the league, because just like the FBI, they lose half their people. So you, you just got to look at it at face value and realize that a lot more people use cannabis than admit it, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah sucks, and until the stigma's gone, people aren't going to be authentic and out front about, you know, the fact that they enjoy cannabis just like they would go out and drink a beer.
1: Yep, That's a great point to make, man, because you know, there's plenty of people out there who think, well, uh, drinking's legal, I can take seven shots of alcohol, or I can take two bong hits, and Dude, you know what? If, if, if you're taking seven shots of alcohol, you're not coming back, man. And if you are take two bong hits, you're going to be able to deal with things. I mean, be, people. Uh, there's a big difference between being drunk and being stoned, man. And I, I think a lot of people think, well, that's why it's illegal, because when you're stoned, you're just not yourself. And n- no, sorry, you're misled. I, 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 honestly, man, I think people are so misled at the fact that they think that marijuana is like a brain-altering... I get the whole THC content and how the, the higher the content. Obviously, you, you've written for High Times. You know things about High Times and all the stuff that goes on in that magazine as well, man. So, I, man, I would argue with anybody that, that pot is more beneficial than alcohol. Any day, all day, and to anyone who wants to hear me. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, I completely agree. I think that... Uh, Cannabis is a pretty normal plant. Man, we're about to inhabit Mars over the next, let's call it, 20 years. Yep. And we're worried about what if people consume natural plants that are non-lethal. <laughs> so just in my mind, like I'm, am a futurist and a technologist, and I, I look at things in a, in a very much an engineering spec. Like, okay, reverse engineering where we are in the world. How do you stay at the tip of the spear? And it's and it's not by restricting people's access to plant-derived compounds. That's a pretty asinine way to stay ahead in the world if you're going to inhabit other towns or other other planets.
1: Yeah, man, I agree.
0: Um, just I just want to say my opinion, like just regarding, because you know, obviously being a sports podcast. I personally think that even though we're making some strides in our personal lives in terms of looking at the benefits of this, yeah. I still think it's going to be a really, really long time oh. before the in the sports industries come around and say, okay, our players can use this to help with their pain or to help with an injury. Yeah, or, but if they keep clearing
1: know, this thing recreationally like they're doing in Colorado and all these states, um, that's going to change because if the people, the, anybody can walk around and walk into a, a dispensary and go get a quarter or an eighth. And just because I play sports, you're going to tell me I can't. But there, that, That's going to be a major argument because is, uh, uh, you're just uh, an athlete and is. you're just a businessman. God. What makes it okay for you to be stoned and not me? So, yeah, that, that that's going to be but a I, tricky th- proposition, okay. I
0: think. <laughs> here's, here's I'm going to actually bring Garen on this because right, there's this one word that EJ is using that I think people are having a hard time with. It's that the athletes aren't getting, quote-unquote, stoned. Stoned. And you use that term, and I think that term, if you want to actually get proponents of using it in in sports, you need to drop the term stoned. (laughs) Garrett, don't you agree? Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, I, I think that, look, it depends on the audience of where the message is going. Um, if, if, you're, if we're talking to the league commissioners, um, I, I think there's a few reasons why we can could, we could expect things to change. Because the next collective bargaining agreement for every, every major sports league in the United States, I 100% guarantee you that every players union has it in the top two or three things as a priority because the players are sick of taking pain pills. So I I, I just, I realize that community is what changes things. And we're talking about sports, you know, the big three here. And naturally, they would be the the most aggressive, um, A, because it it gives them a chance to get out ahead of something. And that's how you, you get a land grab and get ahead. But B, because their players are a little older and they're more mature and they have more aches and pains. They're using this now because they're not getting paid from the league to put on, put on their high tops anymore. And if the big three didn't make a move like this, they likely would have some players who couldn't put their, put their uh, high tops on and hit the court. So I just look at it from the point of community is what causes change. And when you have players associations and world-class athletes all saying this is garbage – the, the psychotropics that you give us in opioids and, and and all of the other narcotics that you're injecting into our system at all times, they're harmful on our organs, and we have a natural alternative that we prefer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, cool. going to yeah, you're, you're right because I think saying yeah. oh they're taking this in Percuset replace and of Oxys. yeah, yeah it is so much better in terms of trying to get other organizations on board with this than like I said yeah. saying you know oh getting stoned. so we gotta definitely worry about the wording sure, the and sh- okay. right and show people that they're using it in benefit you know for these particular benefits in the same way that cancer patients <laughs> are using it for to reduce. the their pain, to reduce their inflammation, to sleep better. Those that's those were the things that were said to me to get me to actually get a card. So if you can turn me around <laughs> <laughs> and get me to see the benefits of this, I mean, in a way that says, okay, you're taking Motrin, you're gonna blow out your section your, yeah, and you all those oxygen, yeah. you're, you're gonna blow out your stomach liver. and your liver in the next Kidney's ten years. Done. But you take this stuff and you take it in a way that you're not getting high and I know people still do, do that, but if you're taking it in a way that you're not getting high, which is something that I prefer not to do, but it's still helping me right. you're I, I think more people are gonna come on board. I think so you too now. Absolutely.
1: I love what you're doing.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
2: I, I, it's all about helping people and, and creating community. We're we're in a new time. It used to be a a system of what do you take off of everybody? If you look at the world nowadays, it's all about what do you give to people for free? And like you guys do it with your podcast, right? You're out there recording, and, and long-term, it pays off in spades. And it's not about a quick buck anymore. And this cannabis game is a long-term game. This is a life-changing and a life-extending plant. So just... Getting into it and understanding the benefits for you, yourself, your organization, or your company—it's it's imperative. This is this is becoming common knowledge, and it should be.
0: I have to tell you, I know we have a couple of questions for you before we let you go, but there was, I went to a film festival a couple of years ago, and I had the opportunity to meet the women filmmakers who created the movie called Mary Janes, and it's the women of weed, and it was this whole art, um, whole movie, this whole documentary about the fact that it's mostly women in the cannabis industry right now, and the number has dropped a bit since um, the documentary aired, They said it was about fifty to sixty percent. It's down to about forty or thirty now because it's such a hard industry. But the movie was so well done when it spoke about the benefits of cannabis and and you know um, actually documented people who have benefited from from it, um, including children, including children. They followed some um, children who had illnesses and, and seizures and things like that. And the benefits to change them. Have you heard about this documentary? And if not, maybe reach out to these people. It might be a great kind of cross promotion thing because the, the documentary was really well done.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a very well done documentary. And I love the fact that women have a predominant role in the cannabis industry, and it's real simple because if you think about it in just terms of who makes the healthy decisions in the average home, it's the female, and I'm not saying it in a sexist way, but typically they right. prefer to go grocery shopping because they don't want the sweets and the junk food and the cookies and the, and the crap that we pick up and bring home yes. into the house. So there's it's, it's a very clear path because... They are the health care providers for the for the family, you know, and when, when the kids are sick, it's typically my wife who, and I, look, I'm not saying I'm a bad dad and I don't take care of my kids, but my wife is really the one that nurtures our family. Of course. And so to see them dominate this business makes sense because it's an industry of nur- nutrition and nourishment and overall well-being, and they've really done an incredible job, I I couldn't be happier to see an industry led by women. Yeah, I wish more more industries were. Maybe that's why this industry is so beautiful.
1: Right? Uh, he's not lying. Uh, he's totally right. Um, man, you know what, I, Karen, I want to ask you this now. Um, you go through this process to take this THC out of your product? Then now, imagine if you didn't have to. Now, what would it be? What would it mean to you if you actually got to the point where you didn't have to remove the THC and you were actually making marijuana butter not 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 magical butter but marijuana butter like with thc in it and selling that as a product like what do you think we'll ever get to the point where you'll actually be selling products with the thc in them how great i think that would be fantastic man
2: without question we're actually in um in talks right now to do that good if you look at some of these other countries um the laws are much more liberal and Um, the U.S. isn't always the trendsetter. You know, being Americans, a lot of times we think that we lead the world in all change and democracy. And it's really just a bullshit narrative that's not true. A lot of countries have started to take cannabis much further than the United States and have much better policy. On October 17th, cannabis becomes legal for adult use consumption in Canada. And we're still in an archaic place where we're afraid of it in so many different levels of government politics and and just overall health care.
1: You think our government's gonna pull it off, man? I know I saw one of your tweets about Trump and I saw you know, obviously you're always talking looking into every little every little post and every little article that comes out that's beneficial to it all. And you think it's gonna happen, man? Here in our country, I mean, and yeah. our I mean, next twenty years you think we'll be there or what?
2: There's really no choice in the matter, because we need the economy that it creates. No doubt. And we need the savings and the improvement to public health.
1: No
2: doubt. You can't – so my my life goals are to improve public health and eradicate poverty. But one can't go before the other. You really need to improve public health to recapture that part of the budget that's spent on health care and then reallocate that towards programs that cause longevity and cause a higher education in our poverty-stricken areas. So there's more of a a lift. It's really hard to go from the bottom to the top in life, and I know that some people are successful doing it, but most people wake up on third and think they hit a triple.
1: What about um, what about some concerns about when people travel with this stuff and they have their little uh, <laughs> they have their little machine, they have all their little stuff with them, and then uh, I mean, have you had any people come to you saying, you know what, I I can't travel across the country with this stuff cause they um, I, really because they keep taking it from me? If you run into any of those kind of issues,
2: um, I I've never really heard that because they keep taking it from me thing, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I have heard the. Can I travel across country? Can I travel across the country? What happens if if I get stopped? What do I say? You know, is it worth the risk? And these are all questions that are individual questions. Uh, You know, I'm happy to give you hypotheticals on things, but in reality, if you're breaking a law, you have to decide whether or not the law is unjust and you're justified in breaking that law, or if... That law is really protecting right.
1: society well, at large. No, no doubt, man. Um, you have any more workshops coming up soon? Or are you going to be doing getting in front of a camera again and doing any more promos? I, I love when you do that stuff, man. You're so good in front of a camera and with people, I, I, man. I, I, I think you should be doing more of those because you look so relaxed and you certainly know what your product is and you certainly can answer any question anyone has. And that's that's big stuff, man. You're going to be getting out and doing more of those promotions or what?
2: So yesterday I did. Pasco County, my hometown, is um, is really battling the opioid epidemic. It's ranked one of the worst counties in the country for um, opioid overdose and opioid incidents. So when we this this week, actually two days ago, my dad's seventieth birthday, we were able to do the first opioid reduction workshop. And we did, we did really compelling, uh, nice. it was a compelling workshop, just discussing alternatives to opioids and, and how nice. this could impact the community, could impact the sheriff's office. But just, uh, for me, I, I do a lot of public speaking. I love it. I enjoy educating people. I, 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 I have mastered this domain of, of <laughs> cannabis and legislation and, and its uses, um, so I, I never stop. I, I don't look at my calendar more than about a week out because it's usually 14 to 16 hour days. And I just plan for the next week, right? Everything's manifesting in my head and, and my, my, my team behind me has everything being built and developed. And then I really stay focused on when I'm in the room with people, being in the room and giving them all my passion and energy.
0: Yeah. And before we let you go, and based on that, you saying you know working in your community uh, because of the opioid epidemic. Please look into the Hudson Valley, New York area, Please. because we are struggling with a heroin and opioid epidemic oh God, that has man. just been off the charts. And it might be a place for you to reach out to and see what you can do. We have our congressman is Sean Patrick Maloney. Man, um, if you you know reach help out us. to him because if there is something <laughs> that you can do here to help this, it's How it's boss. seriously bad here. Bad. Um. So that's just my kind of PSA for the yeah, day, man. but where can people find yeah. more information about you
2: so i'm really easy to find i have a unique name as we've mentioned at the top of the show it's garen angel g-a-r-y-n angel and um i'm all over the internet i'm constantly out and about i i hit 50 states a year and and probably 15 countries so Man. There's a good chance we can meet up for coffee or a donut in
1: a town near you. Soon. Oh man, don't don't threaten me with a good time. I mean, <laughs> I'd love to hang out with you, man. I'd be great to see if you're you're doing in New York. Anything New York circuit wise, man. Uh, me and Lisa will certainly come by and hang out with you for a little while. Of course, man, no doubt.
2: Well. Uh- Okay. Much love, everyone. Can I give you guys some a, a couple machines for your listeners? Uh, we have one a,
0: that's going to show little, up tomorrow on wow, oh, to yes, and actually, Are yeah, we serious? would love to be able to give some away to our listeners. Oh, that would be wonderful. Stop so, it. Yeah, let,
2: let's get let's get you set up for for uh, a machine a giveaway for, machine for your listeners. Um, if you want to work that through. Uh, our publicist or, or through us directly, wow. either way, always happy to help. And, wow. and thank you for your support of, of athletes and and letting them tell their message to the masses.
0: Oh, Terrific. Thanks so much, wow. Garen. We'll be Garen. in touch about that. And, audience, you heard it. You, you got wow. Garen to thank. We're going to have a little raffle here. And, Garen, thank you so much, um, and have a wonderful weekend.
1: Yeah, thank you. Much,
2: much love. Together we win. Bye-bye. Love it, Bye-bye. man. Love it
1: so cool uh, you know Garen's pretty cool you can see how mellow he is I'd love to have him do a product showing like the, the, yeah. the, the stuff that he does in his videos is amazing and it's obviously the tone that he sets is so yeah. oh man
0: I checked uh, out his Twitter page before coming on the air today yeah. you know who he had the chance to meet oh no From Kiss? Somebody
1: good? Gene? Gene Simmons. He was hanging
0: out with Gene Simmons. Yeah, Gene
1: Simmons was at my my first wedding. My my dad and Gene Simmons were extremely close back in the day before I lost my dad. But uh, yeah, I've met Gene, oh my, four or five times. I know Gene pretty well. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool to have him at my wedding. (laughs) I mean, when Gene Simmons shows up at your wedding, I was like, whoa. But, um, yeah, so you yeah, have, of course, uh, Gene Simmons. Wow, that's cool stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, so that, uh, he,
0: he gets around. <laughs> he does get
1: around. That's cool. All right, so what are we going to do here? We've got a little all giveaway right. to do, and uh, that's cool. We haven't done a giveaway in a while, so it's kind of yeah. cool.
0: We haven't done a giveaway in a while, and we do have some specific rules on this one uh, because it is a magical butter product. So I do want to put it out there that we are giving away two of them. Hey! And here is how you can win. Uh, <laughs> first of all, you must live in the United States. It doesn't matter if you know where in the United yeah. States, but you must live in the United States. We're not shipping internationally. And you must be 21 years of age or older to win this prize or to enter for this contest. Now, if you meet both of those requirements, what you are going to have to do is tweet. And here's what I want you to do you have to tweet, I want to win hashtag magical butter. And you're to tweet to us at Palooza Radio, but you also must be following us. You can oh. tweet to us, but if you're not following us, hit that button. You do not get to win. Hit one that of little
1: them. blue button.
0: Yep. <laughs> so um, once you do that, as long as you have the I'm gonna say it again. I want to win hashtag magical butter.
1: And we we're at, at Palooza at Radio. Palooza
0: Radio. And you're gonna tweet to us and oh. you have to do and follow us and your tweets have to be done you only have to do it once yeah. and your tweets have to be done by the end of the month uh we're giving we're going to do this for a few weeks and then on November first, based yeah, of all the people, we're going to pick two winners, nice. and we will get in contact with you by um, direct message on Twitter, yeah. and we'll get your information at that point, and we'll put you in contact with the company to get a product sent to you. And
1: which is cool is they did send us one, so we have one to kind of go by here, which is cool. And uh, so we, yeah, know, it's you know, pretty big. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot bigger <laughs> than you thought it was going to be. It was heavy, yeah. right? And, no, yeah. it actually,
0: it wasn't too too heavy. It was actually lighter than I thought it would be, oh, all right. uh, based on the size well, of the Box, well, but... I thought
1: for the size of the box, it was kind of heavy. I, oh, you know, wow. I mean, there's a lot in there. It's just yeah. there's so much stuff in there. It's, 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 I'm not talking heavy. We're not talking about five pounds here. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, okay. <laughs> Let's not get too over
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. So, but anyway, I want to thank Aaron and his company for allowing us yeah. to do this. God. And, you Such know, nice good luck opera. to you guys. I, I hope uh one of you guys wins the. The magical butter product yeah. and start tweeting to us yeah. and I'll give it back to no, e j we'll...
1: give it back to me. we're just going to get <laughs> out of here, I, you know again, like like we just said, I, we can't thank Garen enough for coming on. he's so cool. We have to meet him I mean that's someone who I definitely want to meet. Uh, you know, I would love to just bump into him somehow. <laughs> he thinks Gene Simmons is cool. I'll check me out, baby <laughs> all right, let's get out of here um and uh everybody and we'll a- be
0: back um with another episode in just a few days yeah. and it we're really excited about this this one because uh we actually go into some sports photography history yeah and i I, I really liked it i really liked that interview yeah. so Wait, um, do you
1: see the name we break out for those yeah, yeah that photographers uh kind of well known back in the day yeah. <laughs> this man started it all he so yeah he
0: definitely was a pioneer yeah. and a leader in, in the industry and took some of the most coveted uh, sports photos that, yeah. that you'll see yeah. um, and right. we talk about him and his career. Yeah,
1: we'll leave that a little teaser. Yeah. So yeah, let's uh, check in check in with us during the week. And uh, of course, we hope you enjoyed this episode and Lisa and I will be back pretty soon. So let's get everybody out of here. You know what we like to leave you with. Bye-bye. Bye.